Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 24 for me and season 28 for George. This is day 11 of season 96. The first question asks us for essentially the Polish word for sausage, I guess. Well, uh, it generally refers to a particular type of sausage, although I wouldn't be surprised if there are other types made in Poland. Um, but... Uh, this could hardly be more in my wheelhouse. Um, you can't necessarily tell by my, you know, American name, but uh, I am half probably Polish. Um, there's a little bit of uncertainty there in the family background. Uh, might be some Ukrainian or Russian mixed in, but um, certainly Polish is, is how all of my mom's side of the family identifies. And my dad loved foods like this so much that he considered himself Polish by marriage. So, you know, add a few extra points for that. Um, this is kielbasa. And my only quibble with this description of it is the typically U-shaped part. Mm. That's certainly what you might see in a grocery store, like the, you know, mass-produced kind of uh, kielbasa. Um, but if you go to, you know, a, a Polish butcher, sausage maker, um, you know, you'll buy a length of kielbasa of whatever you know number of pounds of sausage you need mm -hmm. um it won't necessarily be in multiple you know 12 to 16 ounce u-shaped pieces um if you're buying you know two three pounds or or more for a holiday party or something um anyway this is kielbasa uh knew this one cold yeah i just Figured with the frequently used as a synonym for Polish sausage part. Oh, yeah. This is Polska kielbasa. Uh, but obviously right. the Polska is just the Polish part, so mm -hmm. uh, this must be kielbasa. And that is the correct answer. Question two uh, gives us the terms frontal, maxillary, ethmoid, and sphenoid, and asks what spaces in the body that refers to. This was just on... A uh, something that we were watching, I think. Yes, it was, was on it? a trivia show, yeah. for sure. Um, and I didn't necessarily remember what, which of these they used. I think they named two or three of them. Mm -hmm. I have been on Jeopardy. I think it was Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, and so it, it didn't, the, just the four words didn't help me, but then spaces in the human body. Yeah. And it clicked that, oh, these are the sinuses. And mm -hmm. I had to kind of look at frontal sinus. That makes sense. Maxillary sinus, sure. Ethmoid sphenoid. No idea. But <laughs> frontal sinus and maxillary sinus I knew were things. Mm -hmm. So I said sinuses. You know, what's funny about that is I'm pretty sure the ones that were mentioned on Jeopardy, because I recall they had a, a diagram and it was kind of blue toned like their usual color scheme. Um, the ones they mentioned were ethmoid and sphenoid okay. on that question, I think. Um, so that was a well-timed uh it might have been literally last night, either it that or two very, days ago. It was this week, um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, so that's a gift to all of us who continue to keep up with Jeopardy and <laughs> are also in Learned League. I also knew it because of that uh, very quickly. I mean, I, I might have figured it out if that hadn't just been mentioned, but um, I, I you know, knew from that very recently that it was sinuses as well. And that was the correct answer. Mm -hmm. Question three. Uh, tells us of a town named now named Iznik in Turkey and says that a couple of councils of the Christian church in the first millennium happened here. Asks us what the former name of that city was. 
Well, I knew there had been in early Christianity councils of Nicaea um, that, you know, as it states here, kind of issued their uh, conclusions as to what the, the orthodoxy of the religion should be. Um, and my only, you know, if it was something else, I, I wasn't going to get it. But I thought that it, that, that sort of correlated well with Iznik, the NIK in that, and the NIC in Nicaea. Um, kind of being cognates or whatever you'd call them. Mm. So I, my only question after the, deciding that was, what spelling do I use? Because I've seen it spelled more than one way. Um, and so I went with the simplest one I could think of, which was N-I-C-E-A. I thought, at least by the sound alike, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard this pronounced as Nicaea. So um, I figured that would do the job. Uh, I kind of punted on this one in that I figured, okay, I've heard of, I, I know there were councils in Nicaea. I feel like they were a bunch in other places. Mm. Uh, and I just couldn't really think of any that that <laughs> weren't like, you know, like the Diet of Worms, I think. Was, ah. was that a Christian council? Maybe not. It might have been like a secular Something in Here thing. I Stand, isn't it? It's, yeah. yeah I don't remember what. That. It might have been secular, but... Like, I remember there were a bunch of councils that are all, like, very European. Like, mm. they're named after a, you know, a town in Germany that I know about. And one in France that's definitely in France. So, sure. And think, so, I, so I had to think, like, where is Nicaea? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, is, is that what is now known as Nice? Could be, but mm. can't think of anything else. Uh, I briefly thought maybe, like, Anatolia? Mm. But then... Anatolia was not a city. Anatolia was the region. Okay. So if there was an Anatolian council, it was it just kind of referred to something in that area rather than a particular town. Uh, and I thought, would how did you get Iznik from Nicaea? And it it didn't even occur to me that the K might have turned into it or come from a C sound mm. or, or an S sound. Uh, so I. I just kind of babbled Iznik to myself enough that like Izin, Iniz, you know, maybe eventually those, the consonants mm. kind of flipped and it was Inizia, Iznik. Okay, good. Yeah, all right. With nothing else, I said Nicaea. And that was the correct answer. Whew. You know, I know that it might be a thing where Greek is kind of interpolating this because mm. the C and K um often or well this this letter c mm. often gets pronounced like k mm. um in in greek versions of the same words so. okay. uh question four speaking of our wheelhouse um <laughs> uh, asks us for the two word name does it say two words nope. i guess it doesn't um for the name that is shared by a colombo-esque detective tv series and uh, a film uh, starring russell crowe so the Columbo-esque detective series is Poker Face, yes. which we've been watching from the start. is greatly entertaining. Um, mm -hmm. If you if mm -hmm. you don't get Peacock, uh, I I would say this is almost enough in and of itself to get Peacock. Uh, there are also several other good shows on Peacock, uh, so go ahead and get that if you if you can fit that into your mm -hmm. time and money budgets. Yes, um, this and Amber Ruffin are worth it pretty much on their own. <laughs> True. Um, and remind me of, uh, I'm blanking on the name of the actress, who is the Columbo-esque non-detective. Natasha Leone, whose name and appearance uh, 
never make me think that basically Columbo's accent and voice are going to come <laughs> out of her head, and yet they consistently do, yeah. and I find that endlessly amusing. Um, but she, of course, is is charming and uh, an excellent actress and really just fits perfectly in this role. And uh, so, yes, we've we've been watching uh, Poker Face with great delight. Um, never heard of the Russell Crowe thing. Don't care. So <laughs> I, I, I knew this had to be Poker Face based on the first half of the question. So that's what I put down. And that was correct. Question five asks us what country is most closely associated with the word hryvnia? Yeah, so I this one was the most perplexing for me. Yeah. I, I knew that I knew um, or that, that I'd run across this word somewhere and I didn't, you know, I couldn't tell was it a recent thing, um, but I kind of got pulled into thinking about uh, the timeline around September 1996 and I thought... You know, I've got a Slavic kind of word. Um, and 1996, I feel like we were, you know, uh, heading towards war in the Balkans. Um, and, and, you know, just as thinking back to like, that was my second year of grad school, trying to do all these things to, to jog memories of what might have happened in that particular month. Um, but nothing was clicking or coming to mind, really. Um I kind of just thought to myself, well, what, you know, who are some of the parties involved in all those conflicts in that area? And I thought Kosovo, you know, I don't know much about, mm. um, uh, honestly, I, I heard so many like NPR stories about Kosovo and the Balkans and the wars there and the different, you know, I don't even kind of really know what all the conflicts were. I know there were ethnic conflicts, um, in the former Yugoslav states, and that's it. Like, I did not delve into that um, set of current events at the time uh, to really understand them. But that was the only sort of thing I could tie this to uh, in, in my brain was, was the events there around that time. So I ended up putting, like, I considered a lot of possibilities. Like, is this, it's a Russian-sounding word, is this Russia? Is it about the USSR? Is it about Ukraine? Is it about, you know, um, Belarus or any of these places that are all in the same, you know, Eastern Bloc kind of group? Um, and none of them really uh, jangled anything for me. So I just, I, I went ahead and put down Kosovo. Uh, I too couldn't grab hold of this one. Like I, I, mm -hmm. I felt like it was there. Uh, and I... I also just sort of ran through various things that it might be. And it also sounded very Slavic, very Russian-ish, mm -hmm. uh, very Scandinavian, and just kind of bounced around Hryvnia and Sweden and Hryvnia and Ukraine and Hryvnia and Czech and Hryvnia and Slovak. Mm. And then I tried coming... A, about it from the other direction, from the September 96 direction. And thought, okay, what happened in September 96? What was I doing in September 96? <laughs> I don't even remember what I was doing in September 96. Probably, no. a, I think I was stationed in Georgia. That didn't help me any. Mm. Um, Not that Georgia. No, 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 yeah, no, no, the, the, the Augusta, Georgia. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so trying to think like, you know, was there, uh, was there some kind of, uh, was that something about the partition of the Czech Republic and Slovakia? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't grab onto anything at all. At some point, for some reason, I was thinking, does this have to do with Korea again? Uh, no, this is nowhere near a Korean word. Uh, and so just, finally, I just kind of thought maybe Ukraine, September '96. Is that when uh, the the Chernobyl thing happened? Was mm. that '96? Is is this like uh, their word for like the exclusion zone around Chernobyl? Mm. It's the the Hryvnia. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 doesn't sound right, but it doesn't sound wrong. And I just, I don't know why, the, but one of the first things in my head was Ukraine for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of figured, well, I can't talk myself out of that. I can't talk myself into anything else remotely. <laughs> if I thought of Kosovo, I probably would have gone with that. So I'm mm. glad that I didn't. But finally, I just said, okay, fine, Ukraine. I missed one today. No big deal. I've gotten a bunch <laughs> wrong already this week. So let's say that and move on to the easy one. Well, how about that? It was correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I will say that it's one of those things where I'm debating in my head whether, uh, you know, one should go to the, you know, one of our rules, like Thorsten wants you to get it. So maybe there's a, a corollary where th- think about whether there's a reason this question might be being asked now, mm-hmm. um, just you know, with Ukraine being in the news. And, you know, if you just kind of went with, why did Ukraine pop into my head? Well, it's it's current events, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, this is also world history, given the 96 portion, but uh, maybe should have listened to that and just think, well, it's a, maybe it's a question about Ukraine because Ukraine... <laughs> I mean, there's other notes, or there's other news going on, so, mm. but, yeah, what the hell. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, good job, Brain, there, yeah. um, just picking it out of the ether. Got lucky. Uh, finally, question six, uh, back to another of my knowledge areas, uh, asks, which monster is the narrator of the monster at the end of this book? <laughs> so this was Grover. Mm-hmm. We, we've read this book uh, to the seven-year-old. Yep. Uh, she has read it to herself a few times. Uh, I believe that version of it was actually yours. Yes. When you were a kid. So mm-hmm. uh, I believe you you read it to the other kids when mm-hmm. they were of an appropriate age before I was around. I don't even know about that. Really? Maybe, um, yeah, because yeah. it was at my mom's house for a long, long time okay. and kind of just stuck in the shelves somewhere. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew this was Grover as well. I was surprised that it was a little golden book because mm-hmm. the copy that we have is a large size hardcover yeah. book. It, I don't think it is a golden book per mm-hmm. se, um, but I, I could be wrong about that. But it's like, you know, 12 by 16 or, or quite a large format, um, kind of like the, the larger Dr. Seuss books mm-hmm. um, might be with the, you know, the, the big hardcover editions of those. Um but yes, I have definitely read this recently enough and also frequently enough in my life <laughs> that I knew it was Grover as well. Uh, yeah, and honestly, this one was the hardest for me to score 
Mm-hmm. Um, just based Agreed. on, based on, you know, one of the demographic questions is, do you have, ch- isn't, do you have children? Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of had to sort of figure that out based on the, uh, based on the, the other demographic information presented, mm-hmm. uh, which of course was not at all helpful, but. Yeah. yeah, this was one that I, you know, you got the literature score to go on, but that's kind of a weird, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's very much a subset of literature. Um, I did score it fairly high for both appointment, uh, opponents rather, um, and including a, a three on it for my main Rundle appointment, hmm. uh, opponent. Oh my goodness. I've had too many appointments to think about today. Um, and yeah, just based on, sometimes I got to go with the stats and if literature is the very bottom category, which I think it was for this person, Mm. um, then I I better go with the odds on that. Um, so, so yeah, it was a little bit of a funny one to, to score like half and half. Um, some things like, Sinus is also a little bit hard to score because does the person watch Jeopardy? Yeah. Or are they out of that habit? Were they just <laughs> reminded about this? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, five out of six for me, but you... I beard it. Yay. First time this season, I believe. So. I, that's that's what I Oof, recall. Yeah. But nice job. About time. Yeah. So, uh, <sighs> if you go by my average of two and a half per season, I was just mm-hmm. about due. And around sure? 10, 11 is... <laughs> right where i should do it so yeah i mean you know i really wish i'd kind of like i said gone with that sort of instinctive guess about ukraine because why else ask a question about this mm-hmm. um but uh but i you know in fairness to me there are lots of times when i think there's a connection like that to current events and there just isn't mm-hmm. so you know it's it's not really one you can just take a flyer on necessarily yeah um and so uh, just just and, didn't roll the die quite right. And you may be able to kind of discount that as a possibility for the rest of this season. Like there's not going to be another just kind of random Ukraine question. Probably not. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a little interesting that we have a Polish sausage and a Ukraine question yeah. uh, in the same match day. Yeah. At least yeah. to me, because they're right next door and Poland has kind of been in the news a lot as a result of the ukraine mm-hmm. um uh war there yep. so um so yeah i mean you know i i i'm never too unhappy with a five out of six but i hate those ones that i almost had mm-hmm. and and missed out on but also the past five match days i've gotten 23 or 28 out of the 30 questions right so mm-hmm. I, you know you can't win them all <laughs> Um, and I, I'll hope this does the job for today. I think I'm up against a pretty good opponent, so I guess we'll see. This might be one where they kind of talk themselves into scoring it low for you, because mm-hmm. if they knew it, then mm-hmm. they know it's a current events question, uh-huh. and you have a pretty good current events score, as I recall. True, I do. So it would have been pretty easy. Like If, if, I'd, kn- if I'd realized that I knew it, mm-hmm. I definitely would have mm-hmm. looked at my opponent's current events. Instead, I think I just kind of based this on sort of a geography uh, you know theory and kind mm-hmm. of you know looked at my opponents and thought well neither of them is very good at geography so i guess i'll score it high yeah i i will say um this you know the opponent that i'm up against has very high scores 
in all of the categories that this could possibly be, like world history, current events, geography, like all clustered at the top. So oh. I zeroed it for them. Sure. And with a little luck, maybe that means they will rate it as easier than um, than it turned out to be for yep. me. So fingers crossed. There you go. Well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember... Don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>